Hello, and welcome to Daily Titan Extra, a podcast run by the Daily Titan Advertising Department in collaboration with our editorial staff dedicated to bringing you the news and happenings on the Cal State Fullerton campus straight to your ears. I'm Cody Sargenti. And I'm Jay Song. Let's get into it, Cody. We've got a lot of good stories to cover on today's episode. We've always advocated for a listener's care of their mental health. So when I saw this news story from Gabriela Perez Orta about new CAPS programs, I knew we had it covered. What's the story code? Jay, I was really excited to see this story too. So the Counseling and Psychological Services, or CAPS, have added a new drop-in anxiety support group this semester, joining the existing graduate student support group and the eating concerns and body image support group. So how does this service operate? what can students expect if they participate? Students can expect to learn how to manage their anxieties as well as participate in real-life situations that allow them to learn how to use the tools they learn in their everyday lives. CAPS Facility Counselor and Prevention Education Coordinator Jacqueline Girali said the drop-in groups offer a setting that alleviates stigmas around counseling. Girali says, When it comes to things like social anxiety, the benefit of being able to be connected with other folks is very useful. And it's a great way to be able to manage social anxiety, end quote. How have students responded to this additional service? Yeah, so Leonardo Guillen, a first-year transfer student at CSUF, attended a session of the Dropping in Anxiety Support Group. However, he said he did not feel it was adequate enough for him or his needs. He says, quote, I personally didn't feel like I was specifically their target demographic, but that's totally fine because there needs to be groups for other people who aren't really represented, end quote. Well put. What other services like this are offered that might encompass someone in his target demographic? So the Eating Concerns and Body Image Support Group also offer multiple workshops to better students' well-being. They've got Mindful Mondays, Soulful Wellness, and the Art of Wellness Workshop series. There are also wellness workshops facilitated by mental wellness peer educators consisting of undergraduate or graduate students working at CAPS. And what do those programs look like? Mindful Mondays create a space to practice mindfulness and help manage stress and increase self-awareness. The Art of Wellness workshop series is also available for students to engage in creating art. Durali says that students, quote, don't really have to speak if it's something they're not comfortable with. It's actually a space to be relaxing with art and engage in different art activities, end quote. That's great. Students can suggest new drop-in sessions and questionnaires where CAPS gathers feedback and implement new drop-in groups. The service programs are covered under the student health fee, which is included in tuition payments. Most funds are allocated to psychiatrists. Most funds are allocated to psychiatrist sessions, group therapy, dropping groups, and wellness workshops. Thanks to Gabriela Perez Orta for covering that for the Daily Tide. Jay, my love for K-pop is well known by this point. Mine too, dude. I mean, you heard my ringtone of OMG in the last episode, right? Yeah. So when I saw that Melissa Rendon wrote that there was going to be a K-pop dance night, I nearly flipped my lid, bro. Me too, dude. So K-pop night happened on April 4th in the TSU and was put together by the Associated Students in collaboration with K-pop Club and Soulful Dance Team. Soulful put on some dance performances to encourage students who like to dance to join, while ASI was giving out stickers and photo cards, as well as prizes and gift baskets. That sounds like so much fun. This isn't the first time ASI has done something like this, though, right? Right. 
They have hosted other musically-themed events in the past, like Bad Bunny and Taylor Swift-themed events. This was the first time the theme involved Asian Americans, though. Kayla Lam, an ASI programming coordinator, said, quote, I love K-pop and thought it was a really good opportunity to reach more people on campus because we've yet to have an ASI event catered toward that group of people, end quote. I love K-pop, too, so it's so cool to see this genre represented by the student body. Right? Kareen Plunkett thought the same. Plunkett is the treasurer for K-pop club, and she brought up the importance of diverse events like these. She said, quote, It's something that I'm really excited to know that they were like, I understand that this is a big genre, and I just want to show that to everybody, and I want to make sure there's an entire night for it, just like Bad Bunny, end quote. So how can students get more involved with things like this in the future? Students can look forward to K-pop club's random play dance on April 27th. Sounds like fun. Thanks again to Melissa Rendon for writing this for the Daily Titan. Cody, the weather has really taken a turn for the better. Have you made it out to the Arboretum recently? I have, dude. Ever since we covered the story about the fruit sale in our first episode, I always try and get out there on a sunny day. I saw in a recent edition of the Daily Titan that Mihailani Wu wrote about the Arboretum growing a garden flea market. What was that all about? Yeah, so after months of preparation, the Arboretum finally hosted their first event since the pandemic closed campus in 2020, the Garden Flea Market. The event took place on April 6th and included 24 student vendors, a DJ, and food from Baby's Burgers. That's so cool. I saw there was even a hamster booth there. What's the story behind it? So the event was organized by 17 students in an event planning class taught by communications professor Jasmine Miritins, who said, quote, When you go to the Arboretum, you don't see a lot of students walking around, so you don't feel the presence there, and it is tucked away, it's in the corner, end quote. Her students noticed that most students did not know about the Arboretum, though, through a survey and were given the goal of connecting the Arboretum with Cal State Fullerton. Amazing. I'm so glad the Arboretum is being recognized. It's easily one of my favorite spots on campus. How did they decide on a flea market, though? Well, Leslie Ramirez, well, Leslie Ramirez Dernabe, a senior communications major and the project's event director, said she hopes students recognize the Arboretum's importance on campus. The class focuses on bringing a younger crowd and trying to keep up with the trends. Such a fun event, and I even saw a lot of photographs and a ton of art around, too. What was that all about? Wu's article said that the Arboretum features student art exhibits from April through May, giving Masters of Fine Arts students the opportunity to sell their art. Teresa Hagelbarger, the volunteer coordinator of the Arboretum, said, quote, All the beautiful flags here on the outside, these were photographed by students. And then the ones inside were artwork done by the computer science or computer graphics students, end quote. Wow. So when's the next one? There's going to be a plant sale happening again soon. Sweet. Thanks again to Mihailani Wu for covering the story for the Daily Titan. All right, Cody. This next story had me moving up and down throughout the whole read, and I think you'll see why. Oh, man. I think I know what you're going to talk about, but go on. Okay. So Borland Chong wrote a story in the Daily Titan recently talking about the best and worst campus elevators. And I actually decided to test a few of these elevators out. And what were your conclusions? So my first one is he rated the library elevator a 10 out of 10. And that's simply not the case for me. No, not for me either. That, that has to be a close zero in my books. I wouldn't say it's a zero, but I mean, we record in the library, so we have to take these uh, elevators all the time. And it's, it's nowhere near a 10 out of 10 elevator to me. I don't, I don't see what he's saying. I mean, it's to the point that 
we take the stairs rather than waiting for the elevators to to take it up we do i, I it's so much waiting there's they're really crowded uh so i don't see how this is a 10 out of 10 likewise something i do agree on is that college parks elevators are not the greatest at all no no the daily titan is on the sixth floor of college park and having to wait around for there was that one day where all four elevators were out somehow and it was chaos uh the college park relies so heavily on those four elevators i think it took people genuinely almost 10 to 15 minutes to wait for an elevator that day that was awful and i i don't think the elevators are are that great in college park so i totally agree with borland one that I didn't see him mention, but I particularly hate, is the West Side elevators, the West Side parking structure. Those things are so old, they feel haunted, it feels like they will collapse <laughs> at any moment when you're in them. And so once I like got into an elevator and spent five minutes waiting for the doors just to close to take me up to my floor. See, there are moments that I'd rather take the stairs then wait for an elevator, and those are the type of elevators that make me want to do that. Absolutely. But on another note, Mahalo. Can't call it Mahalo. What is it called? College of Business and Economics. Yeah. On another note, CBE, College of Business and Economics, their elevators are pristine. Really? I'm never in that building. It's not my, in my major, so I never had a class over there. It's almost as if the elevators are constantly on the floor that you're on. So I'm, I'm almost never waiting to, for the elevator to come down and hop on. Wow. Uh, maybe I just have to take a trip to that building just to ride the elevators three times. I think so, man. Well, thanks again to Borland Chong for that story in the Daily Titan. That's everything we've got for this episode of Daily Titan Extra. Thanks for listening in and stay posted for more stories straight from the student voice of California State University, Fullerton. Check out our website at dailytitan.com or grab a paper from any of our newsstands on campus for a more in-depth look at the stories we covered today, along with much, much more. You can also follow us on your favorite social media platform. We'll be back to fill you in on all the news and happenings from your community. Catch you then.